Hello and welcome to episode 1 of Weekly Meditations. I'm your host Jason, and today we embark on an exploration of Book 2, Verse 1 of this timeless Stoic masterpiece. In this episode, we delve into the wisdom contained within this verse and discover its relevance and practical applications in our modern lives. Let's begin by immersing ourselves in the words of Marcus himself, as he reflects upon the nature of our inner thoughts and attitudes. When you wake up in the morning, tell yourself, the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and surly. They are like this because they can't tell good from evil. But I have seen the beauty of good and the ugliness of evil, and have recognized that the wrongdoer has a nature related to my own. Not of the same blood or birth, but the same mind, and possessing a share of the divine. And so none of them can hurt me. No one can implicate me in ugliness, nor can I feel angry at my relative or hate him. We were born to work together like feet, hands, and eyes, like the two rows of teeth, upper and lower. To obstruct each other is unnatural. To feel anger at someone, to turn your back on him, these are obstructions. In this verse, Marcus reminds us of the power we possess to shape our own perceptions and responses to the world around us. Now, let's examine three key points that highlight the significance of this verse and its relevance with our contemporary lives. Point 1. The Power of Perception and Understanding In this passage, Marcus emphasizes the importance of perceiving and understanding the nature of others. He acknowledges that people he interacts with will possess negative qualities such as being meddling, arrogant, dishonest, and jealous. However, instead of harboring resentment or anger towards them, he chooses to see their actions as a result of their inability to distinguish between good and evil. This perspective allows him to maintain a sense of inner peace and avoid being neg- affected by their negativity. Here is a relevant real-life example. Suppose we encounter a dishonest colleague who tries to deceive us in a business transaction. Instead of reacting with anger or frustration, we should remind ourselves that the person's dishonesty stems from their inability to discern right from wrong. By understanding this, we can approach the situation with a calm and objective mindset, seeking a fair resolution for a path forward rather than instinctively succumbing to our negative emotions. This point highlights the power of perception and understanding. By recognizing the limitations and flaws in others, 
we can choose not to take their negative actions personally. This mindset enables us to maintain emotional balance and respond to challenging situations with wisdom and empathy. Point number two, recognizing our shared humanity and the divinity within us. Marcus goes further by acknowledging the shared nature between himself and those who may wrong him. He states that while they may not share the same blood or birth, they possess the same mind and a portion of the divine. By a portion of the divine, Marcus describes a spiritual connection he believes all humans have with a greater force and greater good. By recognizing this inherent shared connection, Marcus reinforces the idea that no one can truly harm him or implicate him in ugliness unless he allows this to happen. Not all things are within our control, but our thoughts and feelings are, so we must do our best to control them. This recognition allows us to rise above feelings of anger or hatred towards others. Here's an example for a real life. Imagine we encounter a family member who, who behaves in a hurtful manner. Maybe they were disrespectful towards your partner, or maybe they were dismissive of your recent achievements. Instead of responding with resentment, he reminds himself of their shared humanity and the divine spark within them. This recognition helps him cultivate empathy and compassion, guiding his actions towards reconciliation and understanding rather than animosity. This second point underscores the Stoic philosophy of recognizing the common humanity we inevitably share with other people. By seeing others as hum fellow human beings with their own struggles and flaws, we can foster empathy and compassion, leading to healthier and more harmonious relationships. Point number three, collaboration and the natural order. Marcus uses vivid metaphors to convey the idea that humans are meant to work together and obstructing one another from this cooperation is unnatural. It's like the saying, teamwork makes the dream work. He compares the cooperation between people to the coordinated functioning of body parts like feet, hands, and eyes. This implies that collaboration and harmony are essential components of human nature, while anger, resentment, and turning away from others disrupts this natural order. We were put on this floating rock, a mere speck in the universe, to work with and help one another. That is our purpose and is our highest value. Suppose we encounter a disagreement at work and a superior openly and harshly talks down to us in front of our whole team. 
I believe the vast majority of us would take this personally and react very poorly. However, instead of putting up a fight and trying to fight fire with fire, he encourages us to do our best to use open communication and constructive dialogue to remind our colleague that while we are open to hearing constructive criticism, such reprimands are usually done best behind closed doors. Not just for the sake of preserving one's dignity, but also for preserving team morale. Working together is essential for achieving common goals. By emphasizing collaboration and unity, we should aim to restore the natural order of cooperation and minimize obstructions. This last point highlights the importance of collaboration and unity in human interactions. By recognizing that obstructing others or harboring anger disrupts the natural order, we can strive to foster cooperation, understanding, and synergy among individuals. This approach leads to healthier relationships and more productive outcomes. Overall, these three points from Marcus's first verse encourages us to cultivate a mindset of understanding, recognize our shared humanity, and embrace collaboration. By applying these principles in our own lives, we can navigate challenging interactions with wisdom, empathy, and a commitment to maintaining harmonious relationships. And there you have it, our episode on verse 1 of Book 2 of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. In this podcast series, we will continue to explore this ancient text, delving deeper into the wisdom of this ancient philosopher king and uncovering its practical applications for modern life. Join us next time as we dive into verse 2 of Book 2 of Meditations. Until then, remember to reflect, find meaning, and act with virtue. This is Weekly Meditations. I'm your host, Jason, signing off. See you next time.